So good afternoon, everybody. Let me be the first to wish you a very Merry Christmas, particularly if we have any visitors, family, friends, guests from out of town. Very happy to have you here celebrating with us on this lovely afternoon here at Our Lady of Wisdom. You know, we in our nation, in the world, are living in a time of great strife. There's a lot of division, animosity, friction between different groups. But there is one thing that is and can and has been uniting Americans. Something that we can all agree upon outside of politics, outside of religion, outside of anything else. And that is that Baby Yoda is cute and adorable. <laughs> now I'm going to talk about Baby Jesus, don't worry. But before we do that, we've got to talk a little bit about the cultural phenomenon of Baby Yoda. Now for those who don't know anything about Star Wars, Baby Yoda is a character, a new television show called The Mandalorian, the Star Wars world on Disney+. Plus. Yoda was a character from Empire Strikes Back. He was this sort of like little sage character, this little green guy that taught Luke Skywalker the ways of the Force. And so this is an individual, a baby from that species. For the Star Wars fanatics, he is not named Yoda. It's a species. I understand that. But he is a character in this TV show that has become so immensely popular. The show, but more importantly, the character. There are articles, memes, funny cartoons, all about this little character that everyone seems to love. And so I was thinking, because I like Star Wars and I have been watching The Mandalorian, Yoda, in the little baby Yoda, is a little green monster. Why is this thing so cute? Why do I, and I love Baby Yoda, why is he so cute? And so I began to do some research, looking online and the internet, and there is actually a science of cuteness. Scientists have studied cute and what makes something cute. And the key word for understanding this science of cute is a German word called Kinderschema. Kinder, like kindergarten, children, schema or schema, which basically means sort of like the scheme or the process or the arrangement. That our human brains are wired and evolved in looking at creation to be able to perceive certain characteristics that make things cute. What are they? They have to have big eyes, usually a larger oversized head, big ears that are often very floppy, and when they walk, it's sort of wobbly, ungangly movements. This perfectly describes Baby Yoda. And if you don't believe me, here's a picture. <laughs> this is Baby Yoda. You're monster, your brain is wired to think he is cute. Because of this kinder schema, because of this stuff in our brain, we think baby Yoda's cute. We think little corgis with their fluffy ears are cute. 
We think kittens are cute. We think baby otters are cute. I really think baby otters are cute. But most importantly, we think human babies are cute. Human babies with their big eyes and their big head and the way they wobble around when they crawl or they walk. We are hardwired to think that babies are cute. But it also explains why we don't think lizards are cute and cockroaches and snakes because they don't fit at all the kinder schema. Our brains are not wired to think those things are cute. So why did we evolve this way? Well, as you might imagine, we evolved to be able to perceive cuteness in order to help with survival. Now, I will say, this is not why Baby Yoda evolved, it's because Disney knows this and they want to make a bunch of money and sell a bunch of little Baby Yoda toys and make you watch the show. That's pure capitalism that makes that evolve, has nothing to do with evolution. Think of all the Disney characters you like, Bambi, whatever, Rapunzel, they got big old eyes, they got big old heads. That is something that is particularly designed to speak to us as humans. But the response is one of survival. And they studied our human brain whenever we perceive or see something cute. And two things happen. One, in a certain area of the brain, when we see something cute, we automatically want to protect. We want to hold, to safeguard the thing that we see is cute. And so we bring that cute thing into us. But at the same time, another part of the brain sends a rush of dopamine. Dopamine is the thing that makes us feel good. It makes us happy. And so it reinforces us this desire to and to hold safe the cute thing, primarily the baby. And so we do it. We hold the cute thing. We see the cute thing. And it feels really, really good. Particularly if you're a mom, it really feels good to hold the cute, squishy baby. Now, what's interesting is sometimes it's so good that our brain has evolved another response that some studies have been done on recently something called cute aggression. Not acute aggression, but cute aggression. This is the phenomena when you see something so cute, you want to squeeze the cheeks, you want to smush it, you want to bite its head off, it's so delicious. Ah! This is called cute aggression. And why is this? Well, they just begin studying it actually within the past three or four years, but it seems the reason is, it is something which sort of tempers that desire to hold the cute thing with all the dopamine receptors going off. It stops us to say, we can't hold this the whole entire time. We can't cuddle it. We have to feed it. We have to change its diapers. We've got to take care of it. And so that cute aggression reminds us of what our primary responsibility is. That all sounds nice, but what does this have to do with Christmas? How am I going to tie baby Yoda and him being so adorable and cute to Christmas? Well, I was talking to a friend just yesterday. She was the one who gave me the insight to connect all this together. Noticing that most images we see of baby Jesus are simply not cute. The infant of Prague is kind of like a creepy doll. If you look at the Renaissance masters and all that, Jesus like has a receding hairline, and he looks like 
an old man as a baby. And then some of those nativity sets you can buy, Jesus looks like a monkey. So does St. Joseph and Mary, too. Jesus is not cute. We don't see a lot of images of cute Jesus that speaks to our brain and speaks to our heart. Jesus becomes, oh, he's regal and he's glowing and he's floating in the air. And he came out of the womb with a big head of blonde hair and blue eyes. We don't see him as cute. Now, again, I can't prove this. I don't know this. But I think it's a pretty safe assumption that Jesus was the cutest baby that ever lived. I mean, he is son of God. And he also came from Mary, who was sinless, had perfect DNA. And so you can imagine Jesus was so cute, maybe even Mary wanted to gobble him up. Which, of course, would mean that could be a Eucharistic theme there, but we're going to get into that a little bit later on. Regardless if he was the cutest baby, Jesus was cuter than baby Yoda. I can promise you that. He's like the perfect Gerber baby. Imagine St. Joseph like carrying baby Jesus to the market and all the women are wearing to his cheeks and hold him and all of that. And Joseph's just like, I want to go buy some vegetables. Leave me alone. <laughs> but what does this mean? Why is this important? It's because essentially God, the Son of God, in becoming man, became cute. God became cute. This is not a word that, that we would normally use to describe God he, he, or Jesus. He's all-powerful, he's wise, he's merciful, he's just, he is all-knowing. But because of the incarnation, because of Christmas, God is also cute. So what does this teach us? If we take the science of cute that we've just talked about, it sort of changes the way that we understand who God is and who so many perceive the Lord to be. We see God is this distant, unapproachable figure. But in becoming a cute baby, he invites you to hold him. You want to see him. You want to be close to him. He is the most approachable. You could even hold God. We see God is all-powerful, almighty, ready to strike down his enemies, to enact justice. Because of our response in our human brain, and because of the baby Jesus' cuteness, he becomes vulnerable. Not all-powerful, but needing to be protected by us. And then, there's so many, God, God instills fear. We're scared of God. We're scared he's going to send us to hell. We're scared he is going to judge us. But because of the dopamine release, when we see the cute baby Jesus, God brings us joy, the source of true and real delight and happiness. So this is a great theological reflection. Wrapping it up, what does it mean practically for us? This Christmas Day as individuals, and I think possibly as a church. And this may sound crazy. You probably will think it's crazy. You probably think that I'm talking about baby Yoda is crazy in general on Christmas Day. But we have a lot to learn from Disney. 
They engineered Baby Yoda and all of their characters to be cute. They want to sell little Baby Yodas. They want to sell action figures in their shows. Maybe it's time as Christians to make Baby Jesus cute again. To be able to conceive of and represent in some way, not denying his dignity and his divinity and his grace and his power, but whether it be in art or in children's books or in nativity scenes, to make him cute so that people will want to see him. Will maybe even like spend hours on internet instead of looking at cute kittens and piggies. Cute Jesus is a tool to draw people in so that they could potentially how this would be, I don't know, open to listening and hearing the truth about who Jesus really is, about the heart of the gospel, and about what he teaches us about who the Father is. And finally, and most importantly, and probably most logically, meditating on the cuteness of God teaches us about spiritual childhood. That we are called to be like children, to imitate this so that others may know the love of God and that we may be more dependent on the Father. So I close with a prayer from our most recently canonized saint, St. John Henry Newman. And this is a quote that actually Pope Francis just used in a talk he gave a few days ago. He prays, May each Christmas, as it comes, find us more and more like him, who at this time became a little child for our sake, more simple-minded, more humble, more holy, more affectionate, more resigned, more happy, more full of God, and dare I add, more cute.